When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. We'll get it done, ladies and gentlemen. Kristen Burt now joins us. God, every every time we're on now, I'm right in the middle, and I got guys to my right and women to my left. You got the guys to your right, women to your left. Boy, look at the time. Is that a Doesn't real show song, or 10... is that a made-up song? No one knows. No one knows. Doesn't this show end at 1024? I thought it did. I think it does for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it does for you. So I have Hollywood news. rolls out of the studio. <laughs> I have Hollywood I news somebody's... to discuss. Ooh. Oh, but apparently Dad has something to run by you first. No, that's okay. Go ahead. Uh, Norman Lear has died. Oh, I love it. At 101. This is 80. Great lifeline. Yeah. Yeah. 101. Pretty good. 101. And honestly, I don't know if people realize this, but he was still working up until this year. Um, He created a lot of shows even during the pandemic. He was visible on panels. He was out there um, doing Q&As. It's really amazing how virile and strong and smart he was all the way up until the very end. Mm. Did any... Did anything he do, was it anything bigger than All in the Family with Archie Bunker? No. In Probably fact, All in the Family had seven spinoffs. Seven? Seven. Seven. Can you name any of them? I've got the list, so. Nope. There, anyone? I can't yeah, remember I'm, what the I'm name sure is. I'm sure someone can do one. There was, what was, there was, you're, damn it. I know one of them, but I don't know one of them. There was, okay, she was on, I'll, I'll she was on Survivor. And you will all cringe that I'm going to sing, but. We're moving on up. Moving the Jeffersons. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. That, yep. that's, that makes sense. That's one of the biggest ones. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Here's another one. Uh, I'm going to give I'm going to just hum it because if I say the, the it'll give away the title. <laughs> I got nothing. No, I don't know. Good times. Uh, I, don't know. I don't really know good times very well. No, yeah. neither. Good times. Um, Maude also came out of All in the Family. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, the Jeffersons. Um, Archie Bunker's Place, of course. So that was kind of like uh, Carol O'Connor did not do that one, but it was a continuation with some of the characters. It was not good. And then there's a couple of the bombs. You have, uh, you know what, though? Archie Bunker's Place, for it being a total bomb, ran for uh, about five years. Really? That's, yeah, yeah really good. Run. Um, okay, so then they had a couple of bombs, which was checking in, 
And this was kind of a spinoff of a spinoff. It was Marla Gibbs spinning off from the Jeffersons. It mm. lasted four episodes, and oh, yeah. she went back to the Jeffersons after that bomb. Yeah. Uh, and then you had Gloria, um, and that was only 21 episodes, and that featured Sally Struthers as mm, her yeah. character. Yeah. And then 704 Hauser, which I don't remember either. That no. was six episodes, um, and it ran in 1994. Okay, I have a question for you, all four of you. Norman, because of Norman Lear, something was heard on All in the Family that had never been heard on on television before. Do you know what that was? Was it? It's really simple. Is it a toilet flushing? You got it. I I couldn't remember. I knew it was something to do Mm -hmm. that was like weirdly mundane. Yep, the, the Archie would go to the bathroom and you could hear him flush the toilet just mm-hmm. before it came out. That had never happened on TV. And Norman Lear took a lot of he took a lot of chances with that show. Well, it's like didn't uh, didn't it take a while for Lucy and uh, Ricky to share a bed? Yeah, that yeah. was a big yeah. one. She was pregnant. Our that was the other big deal. Yeah, that her, she was pregnant yeah. on the air. Yeah, they were talking about how she could they they wasn't allowed to even show that. It's so wild to yeah. think about now. Yeah, and that's how they, um, because of her real-life pregnancy, that is how they created reruns. They didn't exist before then, um, but they weren't sure how to figure out Lucille Ball's real-life maternity leave. And they were just thinking it was going to be the death of the show, and it was Desi Arnaz who said, hey, you know what? We have this library. Why don't we use it? And it turns out the reruns turned out to be more popular than even the original run episodes. And that's where mm-hmm. the show really kind of caught fire. How did really? how did they record them back then? Because, I mean, that was, uh, I mean, that was well before um, VHS, obviously. They did live to tape because originally the all, shows were filmed in New York live. All live yeah. And Lucy didn't want to move to New York. She wanted to stay in Los Angeles. Uh, this is this is my <laughs> this was my husband Bill's show uh, that he did earlier this year when he was on tour. This was kind of like the whole history of how Desi and Lucy came up with the I Love Lucy show. But they did it as a radio play. That's no, it was phenomenal. It was a phenomenal yeah. show. There's no question. And William Frawley. Uh, Everybody on that show did a great job. They were phenomenal on that show. Didn't you you remember that? Yeah, they were incredible. And I think like William Frawley is always another one. They they focused in on a little bit on on the radio play that my husband did. It was it was fun just to see how nobody wanted to place their bets on William, but Desi said you have to do it. But you also have to try and stay sober at least during the times you are working. I don't care what you do off the air. Um, but William Frawley had a known alcohol problem. So he was having trouble Mm -hmm. getting hired at the time. And because Desi and Lucy really took a chance on him, it gave him a second career. You know, Norman Lear did a a number of things too. Like one of the line that will never leave my mind because Archie Bunker was a bigoted moron. Basically that's who he was that who his character was. He was not nice to his wife or his daughter or her husband played by Rob Reiner. But uh, their neighbors, the Jeffersons, moved in next door, and they had a son named Lionel. I don't know if you guys remember Lionel. You guys remember Lionel? Mm-mm, nope. I do. Yeah, he, he his son would come over to see Archie once in a while, or I don't know. He would just knock on the door, and he'd be there. And Archie Bunker, and this Norman Lear's genius, just showcased racism in a beautiful way. He said, "Okay, so knock at the door. Archie opens the door. It's Lionel." 
He goes, okay, Lionel, you can only come in if you say the word for me. He goes, okay, Mr. Bunker, I can do that for you. He goes, okay, just wait a second because I got to get ready. He always had him do this every time he came over to the house because he was that young black kid, right? So Archie said, okay, I'm ready, do it. He go, Mr. Bunker, I want to be a lectician. You remember that? They used to do it all. It was brilliant because it's like, how stupid is this guy? And this kid's being just, you know, not making a big deal out of it because he just exposed the guy for what he was. I thought it was a brilliant move. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen All in the Family in a really long time. I remember Lionel Moore from the Jeffersons Jefferson, um, yeah. yep. and that situation. It was a hell of a show. And then you all, you'd get Rob Reiner and, and Archie Bunker getting screaming matches. Oh my God. They'd go after each other. It was unbelievable. But what the hell is Rob Reiner even around anymore? He is. And he's very active on social media, uh, oh, very he? active in politics. Oh, gee, let me guess what a shock. But, um, you know, there's a guy right there. His father was a legendary writer, comedian, all the rest of it. And he, I, Rob Reiner did a hell of a job in that show, too. So uh, sorry to hear Norman Lear has died. I'll, again, I'm using the word legend way too much here, but that show was brilliant. Brilliantly produced, written, acted, all of it. It was amazingly good. Right? Yep. Different Strokes, another show that came out of Norman yeah. Lear. Like, there's so many. Yep. You just go, oh, yeah. And and if you go on, like, Tubi or if you go on Pluto, they run 24 hours a day. So if you haven't caught any of the episodes, it's kind of fun to catch up there. Okay, now that Norman Lear is dead, who gets his fedora? Because he always wore a hat. Always. His family? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, is it in yeah. the will? Probably some museum, I would assume. This is yeah, the probably Norman museum. Lear hat. Smithsonian, maybe it goes to the Smithsonian. Yeah, that would make sense. Mm. Indeed. Okay, now this is the thing I was going to bring up earlier because I need your help with this because I've never heard of any of these things. So I'm going to need your help. Okay, you ready? Yep. Uh, I guess the makers of candy corn still haven't gotten the memo that eating it once a year is plenty. The site candystore.com released its annual list of the most hated holiday candies. And reindeer corn is number one. What the hell is reindeer corn? I never even heard of it. I haven't either. It's just a way to take candy corn into the Um, holiday season by making it red and green and white. It's literally just just red and green instead of orange and yellow candy corn. Oh, okay. Okay, so that's that's reindeer corn. And I I assume it tastes the same, right? Yeah, it does. They say it tastes the same. Oh, well, okay. These are a list of the most despised holiday candies. Do you do you despise any candy? Well, yeah, it's like if I like gave... candy corn. I'm sorry, I yeah. do like it. If I don't eat it a lot. A but if candy... it's in, in a bowl in front of me and at Halloween, yeah. I'll have some. <laughs> exactly. I'll happily eat candy corn. I'm not going to buy it, but I'm not going to be like, oh, gross, candy corn. I would feel that right. way about Peeps. Like if you gave me a Peep right now. I would never take a bite of it. Like, it would have to be... Peeps are pretty gross. Peeps are pretty gross. It feels like you're eating a marker in some ways where it has that little bitter taste at first. We go, this yeah, is not it's edible. Weird. It's like, yeah. why? It's it's literally it's just... or something. It's it's sugar shaped into the shape of a chick. So why is yeah. it bitter? Yeah. Where's that bitterness coming from? Yeah. Mm. It is weird. Okay, the top 10 most hated Halloween... Or not Halloween. Uh, Christmas candies. You ready? Mm-hmm. Peppermint bark. Oh, a dubious bowl recently. Awesome. I hate peppermint in my candy. Same. Huh. 
Thank you. Uh, Riverman Bark, a dubious poll recently claimed it's actually America's favorite holiday treat. It placed ahead of gingerbread cookies and chocolate mm. Santa. So the poll was obviously not scientific. Number nine, chocolate oranges. If you enjoy mixing the flavors of chocolate and citrus, they're all yours. I've never had one of those. I hate you, citrus. So I'm, I'm good with this. Yeah. You used to buy us chocolate oranges all the time when we were kids. Remember, you hit so. them and then they uh, like opened up like a blooming onion. I did like that. Yep. Loved them. Yeah, there you go. Uh, number eight, Lifesavers storybooks. I don't even know what that is. We always oh, got what? those. Those oh, really? were great stocking stuffers back in the day. But I only like wintergreen. Winter, winter green. green, okay, too. Winter green. I, I just feel like you have to acknowledge that, like, anything that is minty is, like, toothpaste, so you're doing something good for yourself. So it doesn't fall in candy. It falls in mint. Like, yeah. that's all I want to acknowledge. I, but I don't like the multi-flavor pack of lifesavers. I guess because it's just, like, a hard candy. It's like an old lady candy. Yeah, yeah I mean, I like, I like the taste, but, again, I wouldn't buy them, I don't think. It says here, each one has a selection of different types of lifesavers. They're called storybooks because the package opens like a book. Yeah, I never even heard of I these. Haven't either. They were they were the like coveted stocking stuffers back in the day. We got them really? a lot for Easter, like we that was our Easter and and uh, Christmas. But they, yeah, there was like a bit you could. It was like maybe two rolls, like but this. it was a giant cardboard <laughs> box. Yeah. Alex has joined the the fray here. Alex, you're gonna have to move a little to your left because you're you're not quite on camera. Well, oh, she's my, getting her I'm camera not up. Started yet? That's mine. Oh, you're getting up. Okay, good. I'll get okay, her out of mine. I don't like sharing it with there. pretty people. Buddy. Yeah, I understand. Um, old fat. Now, see this one. I agree with 100%. The worst candy ever made, found exclusively at your grandma's house in 1987. Old-fashioned hard candy. Yeah, Werther's originals. That sort of thing. I don't think anyone's going to disagree with that. Wait, yeah. it's like Werther's? I mean, they're talking about Werther's. <laughs> no, Werther's and hard no, candy are no, different. Okay, are. what's hard candy? I think it's more like Werther's ribbon delicious. candy. Do you remember ribbon candy? Oh that yeah, was, yeah. I feel oh, like that yeah. falls into hard candy. Or it's like unknown. It's, it's unknown like, see through. Yeah, yeah, I know and what like, you're talking what, about. What flavor is this? Yeah, Where was, do you even buy it's this? Red. <laughs> like, yeah. It's red. It's red orange. I was gonna say, I've never heard of just hard candy. And so if it's not good enough to give it a name for like flavor, then it's probably right. not quality. Okay, if you Google hard candy. It's you're gonna you'll know what it's talking about. It's just like those random like hard sugar, yeah, shiny things. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. That are just ambiguous. They don't have candies. names. They don't have flavors. They're I, just hard. I candy. will say the strawberry ones. The strawberry ones are really good because they're full of strawberry like juice or jam or something. Filling really good, delicious. I really did like. The but strawberry yeah, the rest. Ones. The that so far that's the only candy that I would probably actively shun on this list. What about? Have you guys talked right. about? Why can't I think of it? It's another grandma candy, but it's like gummies, but it's coated in sugar. God, like sour candies? No, they're not sour. Here, I'm going to Google grandma candy and I'm going to figure out what it is. Okay. And what about you... circus peanuts? Oh, Everyone no. hates those. I don't know if I've ever had them. They're not great. They're, they it's taste kind of like... Christmas candy, though. Those, that's not oh, a Christmas candy. Oh, yeah, we're going oh, Christmas, it's, candy. Oh, it's Christmas candy. Okay, yeah. I thought oh, you were just talking about okay. general candy. What? I wouldn't call hard candies a Christmas candy. Mm-hmm. So old women it is, apparently. Well, apparently. Peppermints, like red and white peppermints, often wind up in Christmas candy. I like those. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Color. Spiced candy. Okay. Spiced candy? That's what I was thinking. That sounds about. Christmassy to me. Spice oh, spice candy. drops. Candies. I like spice drops. They're yeah, good. I like those, but they're another grandma candy. They are. Mm-hmm. Now, after I brought up old-fashioned hard candy mix, you guys already brought up number six, which is ribbon candy. I, oh, yeah. Ribbon candy, my grandma, Tom, had like a glass <clears throat> bowl. 
And this ribbon oh, candy, yeah. you could pick up one and you'd get the whole thing. Yeah, they all and, stuck together because of the humidity. And so my grandma's cleaner would just pick it up and dust underneath it and put it back down. And I remember watching her do that. And I was like, how long has this ribbon yeah. candy been here? Toots had a candy bowl of candy that... She had spice drops. Yeah, but like I don't know how long they've been there, probably for quite a while. It was probably dust all it was a, over It was a grandma thing. They just had a bowl of candy that they didn't touch until it emptied, and then they yeah. poured some more they in. They bought it 10 years ago, and yep, exactly. they're still going on the same box. We hit the top five, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. You already mentioned number five, holiday peeps. Whether they're shaped like the snowmen mm-hmm. or Christmas trees, not a lot of people like them. I no. No, that's a no. I, my nephew, Terrible. Finn has PKU, and so he can only have so many different things, and it's all like he can't have anything with protein. Peeps are on the list. Watching him eat peeps and not talk shit about it is the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. You know who? When I was a kid, like a little kid, I would totally eat a box of peeps. No Absolutely problem. not. Never. You know who loves peeps? Like, it's one of her favorite things to eat. Vaughn. Lindsay Basham, Ralph Basham's oh, wife. Oh, wow. She oh. loves them. Interesting. She, like, I now can't think differently of Lindsay. Yeah. She can't wait for peeps every year. She's like, now. when are the peeps coming? And she buys them in bulk. She's so classy. I don't know if I, she wanted me to like put her on blast like so, this. But honestly, <laughs> I'm shocked about Lindsay in eating yeah. peeps. Mm-hmm. She loves them. I know. Mm. There you have it. We move on to number four, non-peppermint candy canes. I've never even heard of those. Oh, uh, like oh, the rainbow. Yeah. I'm not yeah. mad at those. I don't like candy canes, period. But you can make them into a, like a shank, yeah. and that's always really yes. fun. They have, you can make them really sharp. They have fruit ones. Sure. They have butterscotch yeah. ones. My kids can have the... Well, they're hard candy, just shaped like a cane. Basically. My kids could always... They don't really realize that candy canes are peppermint because they can't have red food coloring. So I always buy the hippie ones that are strawberry flavored. Yeah. Mm, yeah, the strawberry ones. And those are good. Meh. Yeah. Okay, there's two more to go. I've never heard of cherry cordials. What is that? Oh, you Ooh, definitely know awesome. what that is. A hundred percent. That's like the liquid cherries in the middle of a chocolate, yep. isn't it? Nasty. Really good. Oh, yeah. Okay, I know what that is. Then. Um, yeah, they're number three, as a matter of fact. They always make the top five. Number one, two years ago, cherry cordials. People hate them. They're, they're awesome. the same I don't thing. Hating them. Isn't there another one that's very similar to that, but it has like a man's name in it? So like cherry a man. Cordials? Jerry Cordial. Jerry and Cherry Cordials. That's exactly right. And of course, uh, of course, we wrap it up. I don't know what this is either. Christmas nougat. Nougat is. Anybody know? What, I don't honestly know what nougat Nougat's is. Nougat's like what's in the Snickers. Yeah, like the little that weird foamy stuff. Foamy in the stuff Snickers. is nougat. It's that's yeah. nougat. Is it like a taffy? It no. is a confection made out of sugar or honey, roasted nuts, and whipped <laughs> egg white. So it's basically meringue, but it, it's not hard. It looks kind of oh. like um, fruit cake. Cut up. It's it's yeah. It's meringue with nuts in it, basically. Basically, okay. Or like really? little. Jellies. I don't like nuts in my sweets. It's fine. I I would never eat that. Like you would never. I would never eat that. <laughs> I would never eat that. Well then, you've decided. All right. So that, those were the top ten most despised holiday candies Wait, in America. Did we do number one? We need. Uh, we need one more. Yeah, we're, no, we we, we're missing one. We went from cherry cordial, which was number three, and then we did nougat. So there's one more. Well, the amazing thing is, it says here are the rest. It's top ten. Okay, so I'm looking for. Oh, reindeer corn was number one. We did mention that. Oh, oh uh, it's reindeer. It's you know, I think corn, I would eat a little bit of rain, reindeer corn, even, and I hate the rest of the list. I've never seen that in my life. I haven't either. It's haven't candy either. corn. Just yeah, red and green and white. But, but it looks like a reindeer. That. I wonder, did they replace like the uh, pumpkin in the candy corn bag with you know like Santa's oh, face no. or something? Oh, yeah. Probably. I wonder. Probably true. 
All right, Ms. Burt, what the hell else is going on in Hollywood? Well, I feel like Hollywood is like listening to our podcast every single morning because we've talked a lot about this and now it's coming true. Um, Pixar. We've been talking about how Pixar really needs to start changing the game. What they're Mm -hmm. doing is they're taking some of their films that premiered on Disney Plus during the pandemic and they're finally giving them the big screen premiere that they deserve. So they're going to be re-releasing Soul as well as Turning Red and Luca on the big screen because they feel like this is how they're supposed to be seen. They were made for the big screen, and they're like, listen, we understand movies are expensive, but like, pick one of these and take your family as an event movie. Um, as like I have all these themes that we keep on talking about. So um, Soul is coming out January 12th. Oh my you gosh. have Turning Red February 9th. And then Luca arrives on March 22nd. Soul definitely got shafted. I Because no one talks about it ever. Love that movie and that soundtrack. Incredible. It's so freaking good. It's jazzy. What John, is it? John Baptiste. He's like a... Oh, yeah. He's like one of the top yes. music musical artists right now. Incredible. He opened the Macy's Day Parade this year. Yeah. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, yeah, he it was just, really good. It was a great number. So incredibly talented. And I have a friend that saw him in concert once and he was like he's an incredible performer and everything about him is just amazing and he did the whole soundtrack for soul the other movie that definitely got um <clears throat> screwed over by not being in theaters and being released during the pandemic was onward oh yeah onward definitely because like turning like, no red, one even knows what that turning is. red and luca people talk about well turning red got a ton of press because it was like the period movie you know yeah, like they it, t- did, it didn't got get good press but it still got press yeah, it so got people press. talked about so it people and talked luca, about it. luca people talked god forbid about. we talk about a period but yeah. also it's so funny because like my, my nephews watched it they're like we love it and my sister's like yeah they don't know it's supposed to be about me like <laughs> It doesn't have to be about yeah. a period. No, it it also is like a good story no. that they did not know. Adults like ruin things by like yeah. going too deep yes. into it, and you know. Well, that's the thing. It's, but, all, like, it's also. I look at that like if I were a parent and I had a daughter, I was like, you could use it as a talking point, like as an opening as they Absolutely. get into that age. Absolutely. You know. Well, the thing about it is, it is the period movie for the first like twenty minutes, and then it jumps metaphors repeatedly. And that's yeah. the problem I have with it. It's like, pick a metaphor. <laughs> it's, and he doesn't care about the bleeding out. <laughs> exactly. He's like, whatever. It's like, if you want to make a movie about periods, do that. You know, it's, already like, called, it it's already called Turning Red. You're halfway there. Yeah. So, you know. But if you want to make it, it's like, is the panda about puberty? Is it about rebelling Anger. against your mom? Is it about, yeah, acting out at school? Repressed emotions. Andy, yeah. see, like, you just got a glimpse in what it's like to have your period at 12 yeah, because so, you don't and you don't know you and don't you know don't know what thing everything all of those encompass being a teenage girl. it actually you nailed it yeah you did that's true <laughs> including oh, the poor female well, all works out in the end all right what yes. else <laughs> um well tevin did you hear that we're getting season two of squid games the okay, challenge so kurt i'd like Kristen. I just need a huge favor. I need to keep your ear out to the streets. And if there's a casting call or a recruiting, we need somebody to be on a show. It's my time to shine. I can win this game. I will share the $4.56 million with you. Let's make this happen. Okay. I, we now have this on camera. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to. I am 100% in. To find out who's casting it and get you on the show. Kevin, we should go in and act like we don't know each other. And then it'll be revealed. I don't need you to be there. You and I will just show up and be like, we're ready for a suit game. Bring uh, his dress like a squid. (laughs) The the season finale 
is uh, I believe airs today at 8 p.m. We find out who won yes, the first I'm one. Yes, I'm super excited. I was yeah. like, I am there. Yep. <laughs> um, the other thing that might be of interest to people tonight, and I've seen, um, I saw a lengthy clip that was submitted to me, and it is fascinating. It's on Apple TV. It's John Lennon, Murder Without a Trial, and it kind of goes through his assassination. Um and there's like one particular clip of this ABC producer who happened to be at the hospital that John Lennon was taken to. He he wasn't there because of John Lennon. He was there for his own ailment. And through like a series of like just crazy coincidences, he was the one who was able to like break the story to the local ABC station. Because he's mm-hmm. like, are you telling me John Lennon is the guy that you just brought in with a gunshot? And the doctor was literally like, I can't tell you anything about any patient. But he was like, if you were like massaging a patient's heart like that um, and now you're here with me, would that mean that the patient would not survive? You know, like, mm. and the doctor was like, that would probably be correct. They were like playing oh, this like weird God. game. And, um, <laughs> you know, she's like, I can't let you because he had been injured in a motorcycle accident and he could barely walk. And she's like, I can't let you go to the pay phone and call. He's like, what about the phone right there? And she's like, I cannot tell you that if you called out that you have to use the code like pound one one seven to call yeah. out to your station. Right. So we re- I-, I would love to hear from the doctor. Obviously, she probably never wants to out herself because a little sketchy but mm. if you want to know how people get their sources and get break stories great example of it but um it's on tonight at john lennon murder without a trial on apple tv plus all right let's little test for you where and who did they announce who was it that announced that john lennon had died monday night football correct who announced it was john it Madden. al michaels Nope. Or was it before Al Michaels? Howard Cosell. There we go. Uh, Howard Cosell. That's exactly who it was. Uh, and I'll never forget listening back to that. And Because I, I was already in bed. Uh, it was on a Monday night. And I got up in the morning and I was about to leave. Because my mother was living with me. I bought a house on 35th and Penn. She was living with me and my younger brothers were there as well. And I walked out. And as I was walking past the kitchen table, there was a handwritten note from my mother that said, They killed John Lennon. Wow. That's all it said. That's an intense letter. Yeah, kind of cryptic too. <laughs> oh my God. That's like JFK. They killed JFK. Yeah. They yeah. killed JFK. That's right. That's exactly right. But yeah, there was Howard Cosell that announced John Lennon had died. And it was just, I guess, I went back and watched it later because it was recorded. But but it was, boy, it was an intense moment. No, I mean, John Lennon, was there anybody bigger on the planet than him at the time? Probably not. Mm, probably not. If, I mean, I can't imagine there's too many people that they would have cut into a Monday night football game right. to say, hey, we <laughs> know that you all want to hear the news. Yeah, I like to imagine that he just, like, slipped it in during the game. It's like, Marino rushes to the five-yard line. By the way, John Lennon is dead. It's the third <laughs> yes. down now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That'd be weird. That would be very, very weird, no question. All right, got one minute. What do you want to wrap it up with, Kristen? Ooh, so many good things. I'm like, I have like my full list of crazy. Oh, I know this one is for Brit. Times person of the year is. Cut the mic. Cut the mic. Cut the the mic. It's going to be 22. Uh, Yeah, more like $22 million to get on that cover. Yeah, girl. (laughs) That's a flex, Andy. It is a flex. I I can't wait for all of the end of the year wrap ups because it really is the year of the woman. I'm just going to say it between. Barbie and Beyonce and Taylor. 
The woman is all of us. So it is the women. It is all of us before Tevin attacks us. I have a question. <laughs> are we going to find out who the real the real Swifties are? Because Spotify does their like end of the year Spotify raps. Yeah. Where you tells you like how many hours you spend listening to certain artists, what percentile oh. you are. So I think we're They're gonna find all out over who's Instagram the real right one now, and like who's the stories, fake. People yeah. are posting it. Oh yeah. no, people are you are gonna look proud. and find out I'm in well, the top one percent of the Swifty listeners? If you're not, are you even a Swifty? With that's the thing about Swifties. We don't care. Like <gasps> that is you don't care? No, no, no. I don't if Alex told me I like Taylor Swift and I only like Shake It Off, would a part of me be like, there's so much more there, but that's fine. It's, you know what? Come in as you are. You want to like one song and death grip to it? Fine. I don't care. Swifties, we're not, we're tight. We're the group that are scared to tell you what we like because we get made fun of. You want to jump in with us in any aspect? We're down to clown. And uh, just to say that the Time Person of the Year um, interview that they did with her is really good. So if anyone hasn't read it, go and check it out. She calls out Kim Kardashian, too. Yeah. And Kanye. All right. Kristen, it sounds like you have a lot of stuff in reserve. You want to do a couple more things? We could push it a couple minutes later if you got some big news. You don't think that Taylor Swift is Times Person of the Year is big news? Kevin and no, I are I sick don't. to death of Taylor Swift. Well, it's like Times Person of the Year. Who even cares anymore? Who, well, who was Times Person of the Year last year? I all the guys year. here saying, like, blah, blah, blah. It was blah. the no. country, wasn't it? Uh, the you, It was... Point? Exactly. Yes. No, I mean, I don't want to screw it up, but it was the... Uh, um, yeah, that's why. It was... <laughs> Where, of course, Brittany. You uh, just don't want to say it no. wrong. I feel like I've been okay, pushing. Here's what I oh, want to know. If uh, if you weren't going to name Taylor Swift as Times Person of the Year, who would you guys name as Times Person of the Year for 2023? Sonic the Hedgehog. Who is that Hedgehog of the Year, Andy? <laughs> yeah, Andy, grow up. I literally... I, would, I, definitely, I don't care. Like, That's the thing. I don't know or care. I am take or leave Taylor Swift, mm -hmm. but I would say yes, she should be person of the year because with her tour, her movie, how much everybody has talked about her. See if she I was on, yeah, she took on the movie industry and cut them out completely out of the profits. And don't forget it went to AMC. And don't forget Ticketmaster. She said, screw you, Ticketmaster, for yeah. charging the half the price of my tickets and she went to mm. Congress with them. Like there's some things yeah. she did that's pretty cool. Yeah. At the same time we, as Swifties, we don't care. Like this, I'm more excited about the re-recording of Rep than I am about if she gets on another magazine to cover. Right. I don't care. I just always assume that time person of the year was somebody that, you know, oh, I solved world hunger. <laughs> I like did like some sort of humanitarian right. thing. Not right. No, not, nece not necessarily. It's usually it's about culture. So yeah. like, it yeah. can be like political right. culture, environmental culture, pop culture. Who that, that's what time is looking year for. Last year? We're just saying that. I think it's the people misplaced by the Russian and war. Like it was, I know it was like a union of people, mm. but like, I can't, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm not looking it up. Like I'm trying to, I don't want to say it wrong. That's the one I won't want to mess up. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Good for her though. Yeah. Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. So we got no straight answer. That's and good. just one final <laughs> uh, note, the SAG after contract was officially ratified. So that signals 100% that the strike is over. Yeah, that's a good thing. Uh, I'm glad to hear that. But Some the bad news stuff. is that IATSE, which is our crew union, has a big battle ahead in 2024. Oh, so. God. <laughs> Here we go again. All right. Well, have a magnificent day. You too. Take care, you guys. Bye. So we'll take a break. Be right back. Wrap it up right after this. This is the Tom Bernard Show.
Tom here, and I want to discuss a partnership that has been wonderful in my life, Zero Res Carpet Care. Very good friends of mine. Nothing is better to someone with a family than having a completely clean home. Your carpet is the biggest filter in your house. If you want to talk about pet dander or foot traffic, dirt from the outside, they all eventually reside in your carpet. So, Zero Res Carpet Care. Listen, around the holidays, you need to contact ZeroResMinnesota.com or call 952-Z-E-R-O-R-E-Z. That's 952-Zero-Res. They clean your home with their electrolyzed pH-elevated water that doesn't use chemicals or soaps that smell like a janitor's closet like other cleaning services. How about a Tom Bernard deal? Well, here it is. Get three rooms, zero resified, starting at $129, and don't forget your air ducts. Mention me, and they'll discount your air vents by $75, too. This is for the entire month, so call them right now, 952-Zero-Res, backward or forward, it spells the same, or book online, zeroresminnesota.com. If it's available, ask for them to come to your place in the Tom Bernard named service truck. What an honor that was, by the way. Just mention me by name and get the special deal to get your home clean and your heart happy. Zero res car. You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful. Someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you. Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. And tell him his, his guy, Tom, sent you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. Before you head back to one of the big box stores for your hunting and shooting needs this season, do yourself a favor and visit my choice, K&L Surplus and Ammo in Lino Lakes. Not only does K&L have one of the widest selections of firearms and ammo in the Twin Cities, they also do business the right way. They want to make sure that you have the right firearm and the right ammo for your needs. Jim, the owner, has over 25 years of experience in the business and will help you find what you need at a fair price. Speaking of prices, a lot of stores are using inflation and supply shortages as an excuse to raise prices on ammunition. Not K&L. Jim's doing everything to hold the line on pricing so you can spend more time on the range. Find out for yourself why K&L Surplus and Ammo has been the choice of gun owners for over 25 years. Go in and chat with Jim in person at the store on Lake Drive and Lina Lakes or online at klgunstore.com klgunstore.com. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. It's really great. I look up at the screen, it looks like Alex is crying. What the hell was that well, all I'm about? I'm trying to send something so I can print something during the break and it's not going into the thing. She's crying. <laughs> Tevin made her cry. Yeah, again. Oh, yeah. Tevin attacked her during the break. As usual. Typical. Actually, Brittany attacked be- Tevin. But that's another story. 
Any big closing stories that we haven't covered? I think we covered we pretty much covered everything today, have we not? Tevin, don't you have that breaking story? No, I don't have any breaking news. There is nothing to break. Was well, that a good thing or a bad? Think about that. That might be a good thing. But there's nothing to break. Yeah, for real. Yeah. Did you hear that Taylor Swift was times? <laughs> no. Year? What? Yeah, I do want to go on the record. I didn't bring it up once. That's true. You didn't. That's Thank true. you. No. Everybody else just brought it up on your behalf because they knew. Yes. See, they know how to make me happy. They know how to please this woman. Okay. Oh, God. Jesus. Please. Okay. Right. Like once every day I go, get away from me, Brittany. I, don't I would have to say it at the very end of every show. No problem. Um, okay, now you guys do this. I do not, so I could probably learn from you on this. How much of what you see on social media is real? What percentage is one, real? Maybe. I think it's – here's the problem. I think it's real, but I think the problem is, is it's not well-rounded. Like I will post a nice picture of me and Gogo sledding, but I won't show you that two seconds ago we both had a panic attack mm. getting into our snowsuit outfits. Right. Me and Justin got in a verbal disagreement if she wears she wear gloves or not. Like it's just you're just not showing everything. Well yeah that's the thing. Right. It's like how do you define not real in that context? Yeah. It's like yeah, we're not seeing everything that happened before and after that picture, but that doesn't mean the picture didn't happen. Just know every picture I post of me and my toddler, and this probably goes for Andy as well. There's about 4,000 meltdowns and tears mm -hmm. that went along with getting that nice photo. Yep. So. Well, here you go. A new survey found that Americans believe only 37% of content on social media is real. That includes struggling to separate authentic images from the ones with hidden filters, Photoshop, oh. and other edits. Yeah. But it's more than that. People are skeptical of targeted advertisements as well as influencer content. Like those products can be pitched as friendly tips and hacks, mm -hmm. but are actually scripted paid promotion. Yeah, you see that. Mm -hmm. So we're talking about literal fabrications, oh, okay. staged photographs, things that just I completely guess, yeah. aren't real. I get it. Yeah. Well... Uh, it's really hard to say then, but I would bet at least half of it is fake. Probably yeah. much more. Yeah, I bet there's a filter put on certain things. Like, you even just getting your oh. teeth whiter kind of thing. Or if like... we're talking about filters, 90% at least. Yes. Oh, really? Well, does Instagram now, because I remember there was a whole thing that it was like, we're going to show when there's a filter like mm. there's gonna be a little something in the corner yeah. to be like this was a is that did that ever happen yeah but you could uh, still use a second app like yeah make, with yeah. like what are they called presets or yeah. um, not it's even like that but thing. like you can use a face tune is yeah, a big face. one my yeah. friends use it's like all right here it's i'm getting rid of this so zit on my face yeah no, really well sad. instagram they went through where now almost every post other post is has the paid yep. yes, partner so because many, yeah. people were doing oh. the oh i just so happened to buy this new yeah. you know cooking set and they're like, well no you actually have to make sure you tell everybody that you were paid to mm -hmm. whatever yeah. you got it for yes. free type yeah, of thing. yeah melissa she'll go through instagram and watch like you know toddler stuff like you know babe related oh this is what it's like to raise a toddler or that sort of thing and every other post, it's like, hey, guys, I just found this amazing new product that helps you, mm -hmm. you know, like, you got this problem with a kid. This will solve it. And you can tell almost instantly because they all seem to share the same, like, basic three or four scripts. Yeah. Yeah. So well, like if someone is like, if, if the video starts, oh, there's this amazing new product, <clears throat> guaranteed it's an ad. And here's the thing about baby products. They're all bullshit. Pretty much all of them. Uh, yes. There is one. There is one. There, no, there's like a f handful of things that I'm like, 
you should buy that. Yeah. And it will We have work. a few, but... But other than that, like... I spent so much money oh. on trying to get Sage to sleep. Oh, I oh I bet. And the day that I just was like, it's just not happening. Yeah. He'll sleep maybe one day, but for now he just doesn't. My life improved exponentially. Yeah. Like once I stopped being like, my baby needs to sleep. He needs to sleep. Everybody's asking me about his sleep, and then people be like, "Oh, is he sleeping?" And I'd be like, "Nope." Mm. And who cares? Not me. Let's talk about something else. Yeah. Like why? <laughs> Tom, I have bought so many things for Gogo, and at the end of the day, her favorite thing is this in- terribly terrifying, <clears throat> scary, haunted doll that the neighbors <laughs> found in their garage. It's her baby. What? Yeah, we she have, loves it. Yeah, we have a we have so many toys for him, and yeah, he'll just. Right. Well, it's like so. Yesterday, his favorite toy was he took a Swiffer. Yep. And he broke the handle off of it. Yep. And he started playing with the two pieces of the Swiffer. Yes. That sounds right. And I mean, it's like, you know, we've got probably $500 worth of toys in this house. Probably yeah. more than that. I would say probably more. Probably yeah, more. you just want to play with a Swiffer or right. you want to play or, with, you want to play with, I, he got a, um, a clamp, a woodworking clamp. Just oh, of running around with that. Right. Yeah. It's like you get the I, toy, but you're more interested in the box mm-hmm, that it came exactly. in. Especially that age. Well, and like, I mean, you've been to my house, Andy and Brittany. I have like six toys for mm-hmm. my children. Like, we do not have a lot of stuff. Ah, I have to call some BS. You have that whole room <laughs> of toys, You have the toy room. We have, it's literally, oh. it's a little basket with three shelves. They're like a foot by a foot. There's three of them. And then there's art stuff. And then Okay, but do art stuff not count? Because yeah, you got a lot a of... I think that counts as toys. I mean, it's not, not like a Real easel, ma'am. I did have an easel. I got rid of it. What about but, like, all of Fawn's rocks? It's those kids are toys. Art toys. Rocks are not toys. Rocks are toys. I'm if you're fond. Toys, toys. In Alex's defense, I know she tells me saying. all the time she throws like half their oh, toys no, away. Oh no, she's anyway. good. But I mean, you do have a toy room. Yeah. It's not a toy room. It's like a kid room because there's not With that many toys. toys. Like it depends on your toys. definition of toy, I suppose. Yeah. yeah, like is a slack rope a toy? Because it's probably not, but your kids no. play with it like a toy. Exactly. I mean, like, if you went to Target and you went to the toy section. Okay, agreed mm-hmm. with toys. you. Okay, but I just had to, like, for no. two seconds go. We have, yes, we have, kids, like, we my, have a tiny thing of actual toys. We have, like, a little art corner, because Fawn loves arts and crafts. She doesn't really care that much about toys. And then we have a little game area, because Sage is obsessed with games. Because I've seen that girl pull out those, uh, like, the science lab things yes. over and over. And, like, I would qualify those as toys. Because, like, she's not, like, you know. Right. It's yeah. a toy thing, you know. But I guess that's yeah. my mind. Like, I put those all those things into, like, the toy. Yeah. But yeah. I, I get A toy it. has a pretty yeah. loose definition. It, it does. You're right. It's like, you know, is a PlayStation 5 a toy? Arguably it is. Yeah. It's like, guess who Is a, a television a toy? Arguably it is. Like, yeah, it's something you play with, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah, I know. So, I I, yeah. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Nana came in to say hello to you guys before we go. Hello. Hello. She, she never hasn't. had phones on yet. Now she does. Hello. She is. I like how my official name is now Nana. Yep, mm-hmm. Nana. Hi, Nana. Well, Nana. it's like Nana. you only have two. Nana. You have two people who call you mom and three who call you Nana. So yeah, democracy so. wins. <laughs> there you go. Majority rules. And then now go. we most of the time call you Nana. It's just easier. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. And just so I can fit in, I will also now be calling you. Yeah, oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah. <But> call her, <laughs> we both have to call hey, her Miss Nana or yeah. Mrs. Uh, Nana. Hey, Mrs. Nana. I just want to say you're welcome because their original names that they had picked out for themselves that Fawn were going to call them were the dumbest things ever. <laughs> okay, I want to well, know. He wanted to be called 
grandfather. Your grandfather. I was yeah. like, grandfather. is this 1702? What Hello, are you talking grandfather. about? Hello, grandfather. And my mom wanted to be called Kiki. Kiki. So. Kiki. You was like, are you, a, are are you dad's young second Catherine. wife? Like, they what are you? No. Did you guys not hear each other talking? Yes. You got... a lot of people talking over each other this, this last segment. Well, if the audience likes it, the Listen. audience likes it. Yeah. What are we I don't say? know that they do. Let's just... I... Mm. Do we get any complaints, Andy? We don't get any complaints. Boom. How about this? Everyone send in an email and say, I like the talking over or I don't like the talking <laughs> yeah. over. We'll tally it up and then we'll do nothing with that information. You're welcome. Now, the thing that I am getting kind of weirded out about is that eventually I'm going to be calling Melissa mom. Because it's yeah. like when you're talking to Ethan, it's like this. I, I mean, oh. I kind of do already. It's like, you know, go good that to mom. Yes. So it's like yeah. her and she now becomes mom. And that's um, weird, isn't at it? At least her name isn't almost the exact same word. Dad like and Dan dad. and dad. That's I true. I'm like, dad, Dan, dad. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, we do that all the time. Daisy. It's, Ethan is Daisy or Daisy is Nora. Or, and like in my yeah. defense, I've been calling Justin daddy since we were dating. So. Oh, well. Oh, yeah. Look at the time. Our, we got a wrap. Put up, ladies and gentlemen. Can I just point out that my everyone thought I was insane when we had two dogs, oh three god, cats, yeah, yeah, horses, children, and I could never get anybody's Nipsey, name right. Kazzy, Weezy, Munchie, too. Meeps, Booker, Babs, yeah. Cecil, Whiskers. You guys were Al Andy for the longest I was, time. I was Ann Alex. Yeah. <laughs> Because it's just too many names to remember. Oh, we had we had to have fifteen animals at one point at least, right? Because yeah. we had four I mean, dogs had, at one point. I had two cats, two dogs, two parakeets, mm -hmm. and a hamster yeah. just in my room at night one time. Yep, <laughs> it's disgusting. <laughs> we had two barn cats, horses. Yeah, we had so many animals. So you're, take away the toys. That's too many animals, man. Right. See, this is the thing. If I could have 27 dogs and six cats. Yeah, we're disgusting. And hamsters and guinea pigs. Sign me up. Toys, get them out of my house. Yeah. No, thank what you. Do? We just do two more minutes and call that the family show and just go home. That'd be wonderful. Just okay. a very short family segment. Sorry. <laughs> two minutes. Did mom leave? Yeah, she just said that her phone started ringing. So, Brittany, are you uh, the only one hitting the road after this? Or, Kevin, do you leave after this? If you want me to leave, I can leave after this. Is that a hint? I was planning on sticking around. We'll stay around schmooze. Kevin, you look like you have somewhere to be. Oh, God. All right, we'll talk to you later. We'll be back in about, what, five minutes, Andy, or three, four minutes with the family show. Precisely.